Screen Weens, episode 92, starring London and Thomas, the podcast where they talk about movies. Today we're doing The Bag, number two. The Bag is a bag of ter- ter- terrible, terrible movies that we pull from every once in a while. It's been like 23 episodes, so we decided we're just like, we're going to do it. What? Let me look. I'll it was 69 was the first episode. <laughs> what episode is this? This should be 92, I think. Oh, no, this might be 93. No, 92. It's Has it really been that long? Yeah. Oh, my God. So we're going to try to figure out a way to... Am I going to be dead before I know it? Like, holy shit, life's just... That's a lot of I was... episodes. Yeah. So, um... Anytime I listen to music from, like, any point in my past that I've, like, listened to or been a fan of, it just surges, like, a bunch of memories through me. And a lot of them are about, like, friends that I just kind of don't have anymore, and it makes me really sad. Yeah, I feel that. And it's not like anything bad happened with a lot of these friends. It's just like, you know, you just grow apart. And that makes me so sad. Because I remember high school. I'm like, yeah, these friends, I'm going to have forever. And a couple of those friends I still have, Mm. but, like, the vast majority of them I haven't talked to in months or I don't talk to on a regular basis. And some of these people I consider, like, my best friend at a time. No. And it's just like, fuck. I'm I'm right there with you. Like, that's kind of like me and Garrett, uh, who I've I've talked about plenty on this podcast. I brought him up by name. We were just super close, like... In and, like, right out of high school. And then, like, we lived together. And, like, we just both... Like, once my time at that apartment was up, like, we both just kind of, like, went our separate ways. That whole group did. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I actually just got in touch with him a few days ago, so... But, yeah, I just... I, I, I try to, like, keep touching down every once in a while. Yeah, and I do, too. But it's always just like, hey, I'm going to try to talk more. And I never fucking do. And I feel so bad. I feel like that's something that, like, everybody yeah. goes through. So it's not, like, one of those things that I, a lot of people, like, hold malice over, but I get it. It's one of those just, like, fuck, if I could just Find get over this virtually this yeah. not impossible invisible wall here. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. I think about that a lot lately. Just aging in general. Like, it's... Think about my body a lot lately. Because, like, I'm a lot bigger than I was pretty much any point in my life because I was a little chubby in like middle school but then I started fucking growing and growing and I had such a high metabolism that I was so fucking skinny and now I'm like you know I'm 250 now like I've lost a decent amount of weight since I started like trying to eat a little healthier and doing a little more exercise and I don't think like I'm not I'm 250 I don't look it though because I'm six foot eight Um, but it's still it's just like it's weird having a a grown up body (laughs) and it it just, there's so many things that just make me feel weird and old, even though I'm not even 24 yet. I'm just like, oh. No, I totally get it. Like, yesterday I was standing up, and I felt like I was going to die, because my kneecap on my right side was just, like, dying. I'm just like. Yeah. Speaking of dying, got my first vaccine today. Oh, nice. We got yours yet? Nope. Nope. I'll get it eventually. I'll get it eventually. I'm not I'm not anti-vax by any means, but I like to give it a little time. If 
I, I don't think that's hopefully not crazy, but yeah. Yeah, mine today. I'll get my second one in three weeks, and then you'll see if I die or not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. Yeah. You do anything else this week? I watched a couple movies. Watched a couple movies. We watched The Scanner Darkly. I really liked that one. Yeah, so did I. And then that I was like, fuck, that was a good movie. I want to watch a couple more good movies. So I watched uh, Leaving Las Vegas. And I, I almost rewatched it after you told me to watch that. I'm like, oh, because I remember loving that movie when mm. I watched it, at least. Yeah, I've definitely got my issues with it. Mm-hmm. But I'll save it. I'll save it. Um, and then I watched another movie called Under the Volcano, which I thought was overall pretty good. Honestly, like looking at it, because uh, that was the movie that Nick Cage, one of the movies that Nick Cage like based his drunk performance off of. Uh, and they're both just so good. Like I was trying to decide which one I actually liked more. And why is Nick Cage? I have the tendency to lean towards Nick Cage because I'm more familiar with Nick Cage and I think he just has that Cage charm. Yeah. But they were they're both outstanding performances. And I it turns out I had recognized the Albert Finney guy the whole movie. I was like, what is he in? Going on. And yeah. yeah, he's in a lot of things, but he was uh, the thing I primarily recognized him from was Wolfen, which is that werewolf movie from the eighties that had Edward James almost. I did a review yeah. of it. Um, I can't remember if you liked that one or not. I, I thought it was overall pretty good. Like, so incredible was, for a werewolf movie. Like, I... For a werewolf movie, yes. <laughs> um, like, I think I gave it maybe a six, but it was like a six or a seven. Somewhere floating in that range. Mm-hmm. I'd have to rewatch it again to nail the specifics down. But he, he was fucking fantastic in this movie. And I don't know if he's British in real life. I assume so. I think so. But he's not British in a wolf. And uh, I was just really thrown off. And he's got like that same dialect that like Jean-Luc Picard does. So <laughs> that was <coughs> throwing me off the whole movie. But yeah, I really liked that one. I felt like the ending was a little bit sudden. Like mm-hmm. it, I didn't. It just kind of happened. I was like, oh, that's that's the end. Okay. But I don't know. I don't know. But overall, I liked it. Cool. And then I watched these two movies. And I also started Days of Wine and Roses. Oh, cool. Which is the one with Jack Lemmon, which is another... Lemon. Which is another <coughs> one of the Cage inspiration movies for Leaving Las Vegas. Uh, and I got like halfway through it. And... It was a snooze fest. I it's it's. I think I just wasn't in the right mood for a '60s movie when I started it. Mm-hmm. It was just a little too slow for. Okay, so we're gonna. Oh, and TikTok up. Oh, that was my fault this time. <laughs> but uh, double check. Okay. Um. But yeah. So. No, that was pretty much what I did this week. Cool. I. I watched some stuff as well. Um, Scanner Darkly. I watched uh, this movie called Primal Fear, which uh, bad. It's a very bad name for that movie. Um, <laughs> it's super generic, and it has it doesn't really pertain to the plot very well. But it's like a courtroom drama with Richard Gere and uh, fucking the the guy Edward Norton, young Edward Norton. He's like twenty eight in it or some shit. 
Uh, he's really good in it. And it's overall a pretty good movie. I like I always kind of wanted to watch that movie, and then I remember I watched, like, a video. It might have been, like, an every frame of painting video, but I remember they gave away something about that movie, and I was oh. like, drat. I wish I could have experienced that organically whenever I got to watch the movie. But now you can, because you've forgotten it, maybe. No, I, I, I remember. Shit. <laughs> it, it works pretty well, too. I... Like, there were hints of it, and I was like, I could see them doing it, but it still worked pretty well. Mm-hmm. Um, I also watched the new movie, uh, Nobody, which is the action movie starring Bob Odenkirk. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. It's directed by the guy who did, like, Hardcore Henry. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really good. It's really fun. It's has, like, if, if you like, like, the John Wick movies, it's kind of similar to that in its execution, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, like, a fun time. I might check it out. I, As I like we know, it. I hate fun towns. I know. Um, <laughs> and then I watched all three Kung Fu Panda movies again. Oh, nice. Those are glorious. I don't... Um, I, I still don't think I've ever seen a third one. Uh, so, one and two I'd seen, like, multiple times like growing up. Because the first one came out when I was 11. The second one mm-hmm. came out when I was 14, I think. And the third one came out when I was 17. Mm-hmm. Um I saw it when I was working at Outback. I saw it in the theaters with a couple of my coworkers. Okay. Um, I remember really liking the third one. On rewatch, I still like enjoy it, but it's like by far the weakest out of the three. Mm. Um, I I still like the second the best, I think. Mm. I, I just think it's cool. And all they right. all look really good. Even the 2008 one, like, it looks really good. Mm. Yeah, I, I saw the first one a handful of times. Mm-hmm. I saw the second one once, maybe like four years ago now. Mm-hmm. It doesn't feel like it, but it probably was. Uh, and I was going to watch the third one. I think it was like leading up to the third one coming out. Mm-hmm. But then I was just like, eh, never watched it. <laughs> it's fair. But I, I really enjoy all of them. Uh, it's probably my favorite like animated trilogy. Mm. I think it's the most consistent out of like... That or I think How to Train Your Dragons a pretty consistent trilogy as well. I've only ever seen the first one of that, which I'm sure I've shared the story. But one day in the seventh grade, it was like the final day of school or something like that, and every single class is just like, "We're gonna watch a movie," and every single class picked that one. And I was just like, "Oh my fucking god!" So like for the last like two or three days of school, we watch like the movie in like two halves in like every period and it was just like uh I remember in middle school uh we had like some school like sleepover thing because it was for like a project and then we were staying over it was like this small thing mm-hmm. and we could bring a movie and like vote on it and we ended up with some random animated movie I can't remember but I remember I had brought iRobot and I'm like we gotta watch iRobot guys mm-hmm. nobody wanted to watch iRobot so they're cowards um, <laughs> I also uh, we did watch the sequel to Bad Ben I don't remember if uh, I don't know if you remember me talking about Bad Ben on the podcast that was the one that was like a found footage film that was made for like 300 bucks with one guy in it yeah I, I, I oh yeah I think yeah. I vaguely remember you talk it was okay. That. Like, it was yeah. enjoyable enough. It was fun to watch. Like, a $300 movie. Did you watch the, the like, Anne Hathaway movie recently, too? I might be getting it mixed up with that. What Anne Hathaway movie? The, like, Anne Hathaway, Be My Cat. Oh, yeah. I also watched that one. Okay. A couple weeks ago now, I think. 
But Batter Ben, which is technically the third one in the series, I just didn't want to rent one of them. <laughs> the second one, and I think like the sixth one, are like only for rent, and I'm like, I don't want to spend money on this. Uh, I to spend money on this. I spent money on both of them. <laughs> oh, I didn't. There is a, a free version of the stupid's uploaded to YouTube with Italian subtitles and low quality. Oh. I was like, fuck it. <laughs> I, uh,. I was just kind of laying in bed. I'm like, I'm just going to watch them both on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> so the easiest thing to do was just randomly. <laughs> it was fine. I think I spent seven bucks on today's episode. I've, I've gotten to the point that I just like, if something's not streaming, I don't like, I just, I just rent it. It's just like, whatever. I've occasionally bought them, but I'm it, also just renting. It depends. Mm-hmm. It depends. But I try. I tried to not rent this, and the copy I downloaded had the audio out of sync, and I was like, "Fuck it, I'm not." I spent thirty minutes trying to find this copy. I'm just gonna fucking spend four bucks and rent it. Um, there's also a new movie called Moxie that was mm-hmm. out. Uh, it was like a Netflix original movie. It's directed by Amy Poehler. It's based on like a novel about like. A white girl discovering feminism in high school. It's fucking rough. It's mm, like... sounds amazing. It's like, I don't mind those stories. There are tons of really, really good, like, oh, coming-of-age yeah. stories about, like, uh, teenage girls, like, discovering feminism or whatever. But this one's so fucking rough. And, like, every single supporting character is, like, uh, in the LGBT community or uh, is disabled or is a minority, but all of them have no character whatsoever except that they are in those communities, and it's just like it's so obviously just tokenism and it's like, so fucking rough because I'm like, this is way more disrespectful than like I thought it was gonna be. Oh yeah. I'm just like, white people, we have problems. Oh yeah, of course. We've got nothing but problems. Yeah. But yeah, that was rough. Um, not as rough as either of the today's movies, but <laughs> I mean, the stupids was fucking awesome. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, that's about it. However, I do. Uh, right before you came here, my friend uh, Danielle she sent me a link on Twitter to uh, Paste Magazine. Just did a countdown, a list of uh, they were ranking. They were ranking uh, every single live-action video game adaptation. And I wanted to talk about it briefly, because there's 72 listings on here. Uh, The first couple listings are... Or 71 listings. The first couple listings are movies I have not heard of. Um, Number 69, the third one, is House of the Dead by Uwe Boll. And I'm like, that's fucking bullshit. (laughs) That movie is so much, like, leagues better than some of this trash. I mean, yeah, there's definitely Uwe Boll movies. There are Uwe Boll movies that are worse. Like, Alone in the Dark is two places higher than that. The Rampage movies. I mean, if you would even count those. I don't... That's not not even a video game movie. Blood Rain. Blood Rain 2 is up there. Uh, But Blood Rain 1, I'm like, where the fuck is Blood Rain 1? What about Blood Rain 3? That one's supposedly, like, the worst. Yeah, Blood Rain 2 is number 66. He filmed Blubberella back-to-back with Blood Rain. <laughs> uh, 64 is Tekken 2. I think that should be lower. That movie's dreadful. Where does that shitty animated Street Fighter movie fall? This is all live-action ones. Oh, live-action. Ah, I see. Uh, Uwe Boll's just all of these at the bottom. Uh, Mortal Kombat Annihilation. 
which is the sequel to the original Mortal Kombat live-action movie, is number 60. In the Name of the King 2 is 59. The Dead or Alive movie is 58. Let's see. What's the next one that I recognize that I've seen? <sighs> number 55 is In the Name of the King, A Dungeon Siege Tale. And I'm like, that movie is not that bad. <laughs> yeah, like, it was... For an Uwe Boll movie... I just... I think we have to watch all 71 movies and make our own list. <laughs> what? It's... Up for Resident Evil Apocalypse is 52. This is the first one that we see on Resident Evil. And I want to say that's the second movie. And that's also bullshit. Because, like, that should be way lower. <laughs> let's see. Let's see. Max Payne. I mostly want to see what number one is, but this fucking... List is loading extremely slow. Ah, fucking stupid. Assassin's Creed is number 43. Like, it's almost halfway up the list. And I'm just like, I haven't seen a lot of these other movies, but, like, I can see comparatively to where they're ranked. I'm like, I don't know about that one. Yeah, I mean, just looking at that Assassin's Creed movie, I would guess it's just... Blood Rain 3 is 41. It's way up. Hmm. Weird. Okay, this Rampage, the the Dwayne the Rock Johnson one that came out a few years ago, is thirty nine, and I'm like, that's like top tier. It's not good, but it's like top tier in comparison. Where does like the Tomb Raider movie and the Resident Evil movies rank? Well, like we we saw Resident Evil two already. That was uh, the first one. I think it was at like fifty two. Okay. We're getting into ones that like. Aren't the worst, apparently. Uh, Warcraft is number 31. Mm. Need for Speed is number 30. Ooh. What are we... Okay, Resident Evil Afterlife is number 26. I was... It's the fourth one, right? Yeah, which is, if I remember, the only one I liked. <laughs> so, I'm just like, that means the rest are all above this. <laughs> now, Tekken is number 25. I can kind of get down with this because Tekken's the one of the ones that I like. I think that movie's fun and silly and dumb. Dead Rising Watchtower, which is the first live-action Dead Rising movie, is number 24. I can also get down with that. That movie's not bad. It, it captures the essence pretty well. Now, this... I never understand why people like the Super Mario Brothers movie. Like, this is number 23. That's... that's, I mean... It's, like, not... I don't think it's the worst, but... Yeah, I don't... But I feel the same way about the Street Fighter. I I mean, does that movie... I mean, I assume any cult following it has would be probably ironic. Because even... I grew up watching that movie, I think. I don't think it's good. The Mario one? Mm Mm-hmm. And I know, like, every... Buddy knows it's like a shit adaptation of Mario. But, but then right after that is the Street Fighter live action movie that I know people that legitimately like argue it's a really good movie. I'm like, what? Um, 21, we finally got one of the Tomb Raider movies. We get the first one mm. from uh, 2001, the Angelina Jolie. Yeah. 
Nate too with him, right? And then, and then number twenty is the last Resident Evil movie, which was so fucking bad. Like I don't get this movie. And then another Resident Evil movie. Why are these so high? And then the second Angelina Jolie Laura Croft movie, which I remember them being like fine. I was like a child when I last watched them though. What? Apparently there are live action yokai watch movies. And they're starting to hit the list now. <laughs> oh, jeez. I haven't seen those ones. Oh, let's see. There's a... Okay. We're getting into it. Let's see. Number 14. Doom. The new Tomb Raider. Doom was way far... Way further back. Uh, the new Tomb Raider movie. That's number 14. I think that's fine. I think the movie's fine. Mm, yeah. um, number 13 is a murder mystery game that I've never heard of. So I'm skipping it. Number 12 is Resident Evil 1. That movie fucking sucks. I don't get it. It sucks. Number 11, Silent Hill. It's That's another movie. I don't understand what... Like, I don't think it's awful in comparison, but it's just like... what? Have you I seen guess. that one? No, I haven't. Number 10, Sonic the Hedgehog. That movie fucking sucks. I hate it. Sure. Number 9, Fatal Frame the movie. I haven't seen that one. That one's on, like next on my list because I really like Fatal Frame. Number eight, the new Monster Hunter movie, which I haven't seen, but it's Paul W.S. Anderson. So I doubt it's number, like it should be number eight. Number seven is the new Mortal Kombat. We'll see. Supposedly, I hear that they're like, if this does successful, we've got like three more. Joe Toslim or whatever, the uh, I think that's his name, the guy who's from like the raid and is playing Sub Zero. He signed on for four more movies. Mm. Like that was uh, Ace Attorney is number six. I can get down with that. It's a Takashi Miike film. Mm. He did a lot of the video game adaptations. I was gonna say that. I was like, they did a live action Ace Attorney. Yeah, it came out like nine years ago, twenty twelve. Mm. Detective Pikachu number five. I hate that movie. It sucks. Couldn't watch it. Because they didn't get fucking Danny DeVito to voice Pikachu. Mirai Ninja? Never heard of it. Cyber Ninja apparently had a uh, movie. You gotta watch that one. Neko Atsume House. That's number three. Haven't seen it. Number two. Paul W.S. Anderson's Mortal Kombat. He did a Mortal Kombat movie. Yeah, that was the 1995 one that everyone loves. Oh. For some reason. And number one is Detention. They did a movie for Detention? The, is that the, like the game that's based on like the Chinese yeah. riots? Apparently so. Huh. I And this came out two years ago. Huh. I mean, I'd want to play the game before I ever watch the movie, probably. I, ha- I bought the game on Steam. Because I want to play it, but they did. They did another game. I think it's called Devotion. But they, that same studio had like another game that got fucking deleted because it like made fun of the. What's what's the name of the like leader of China? Is it Xi Jinping? Yeah, uh, they made fun of him, and then. The game got fucking heated ah. off of steam. My phone's about to die after reading that whole list. I'm going to grab my phone charger. Oh, okay. And then we'll go on to questions. But yeah, I just wanted to say that that list is mostly bad. No fair. All right. 
Are you guys ready? <coughs> We're going to talk about two whoppers today. We're going to talk about two movies, both deep in conspiracy. I know, but I'm setting the mood. Ah! Two conspiracy movies. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was good. We got good. Yeah. It was good luck. Actually, I don't know if I would say it was good luck that we got these movies. But it was some kind of luck. So, yeah, some, some, some luck. Give it just luck. That's some Frenchy fries over there. Okay. Alrighty, it's time for some questions from Pierre. Question one. You were sent to another world and tasked with fighting evil, but you can only use one weapon and you will be given a title based on that weapon. You must become the insert object here hero. No. Like the shield hero. You don't want a weapon or you don't want to fight evil? I refuse. You refuse? Is that what you're just going to do with all of Pierre's questions there? No, no. just isekai-related questions. Oh, God. <laughs> no isekai questions. I, I will I be... I go to the new world and I do my best to... And I take life. a nap. I go, this is my new wife. I will be the heroine hero. I'll go find a river to <laughs> take a nap in. Um, I, I would be... The piss hero. The baker hero. I'd go be a baker and <laughs> make people's day. And no evil would exist because everyone would be happy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Number two, what is the worst thing to eat with cheese? Manure. Uh, probably cyanide. Yeah. Eggs. Um, There's probably worse things. Maybe, maybe let's go with something that's like not toxic. Toothpaste. Toothpaste. toothpaste well, if you eat a lot of toothpaste, it's toxic. Not mm. supposed to like swallow it. I swallow my toothpaste every night. <laughs> well, I mean, you're not supposed to swallow more than, like, recommended amounts. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, if you, like... So, if if you're out there, like, lost in a while with only thin of toothpaste, don't eat it. I don't eat it. Don't. Eat, the, eat the, the plastic of the toothpaste. But eat every part of the toothpaste container. Except the toothpaste. Minus the toothpaste. Exactly. Well, you can eat a little bit of it. Just a little bit. Yeah. Um, Ration it out. Cheese... Cheese and I don't know. Cheese fits with a lot of things. <sighs> I mean, I wouldn't want like if I'm given like a real answer, I wouldn't want cheese on like ice cream or something. Like that. Yo, cheese and ice cream is dope. I'm sure you would think so. <laughs> just dip some like cheddar into like vanilla. They're both dairy. It's fine. I mean, yeah, they're both. When dairy. Joe was living here, our friend Melody was here, and I'm like, guys, you gotta try this. <laughs> And I thought it, I didn't think it was like good, but I didn't think it was terrible, but they fucking hated it. So they just started eating a bunch of ice cream with cheese. Oh, lovely. Because they were like, oh! Fair. That's just a classic <laughs> thing I do, you know? I just love. Uh, yeah, but I don't know, cheese and. Haggis? Because I just don't want to eat haggis. <laughs> Number three. Do you think Joe Biden should color his hair? What color? Neon pink to support the girl bosses of the world. 
I just I don't, the first thing that came to my mind was just him trying to paint it like black, like it's like he's trying to make himself look younger. But I just pictured but it's it just his like, scalp right. that's black. Oh, no, I just pictured it like one of those scenarios where he just has a really bad, does a really bad job. Like someone working on it really fucks up and just ends up like dying a bunch of this like skin around where you could tell it just was like dripping down. But yeah, probably probably. I think it'd be great if he, like, dyed his hair, like, bright orange and thought he just has a full-on episode where he thinks he's Ichigo from Bleach. <laughs> it's like, the U.S. is under serious threat from the Soul Society. Classic. Yeah. All right. Thank you for the questions once again, Pierre. We worship you. All right, now, without further ado, it's time to get this fucking bag episode rolling. First up, a sick-ass 1996 Tom Arnold film, The Stupids. The Stupids. Apparently, it's based off a series of children's books, which I didn't really know you went into. It doesn't. It doesn't really matter, probably. I don't know. I never fucking... It's like, so, like, I fucking... I was thinking throughout this whole fucking movie. I hate this type of humor so much. But then I'm like, wait. Like, of, like, people just being really fucking dumb and, like, accidentally stumbling upon success at every corner. But I'm like, I really like The Jerk, though. And that's exactly what happens in The Jerk. With But The Jerk's funny. <laughs> See, The Jerk lives in a universe that is entirely slapstick. Yeah. So it works a little more. This is, like, the opposite, where it's, like, they're slapstick characters that live in what's supposed to be, like, a normal world. So it, it just feels a little... Like, it just doesn't... Theoretically, you would think it would work fine, but it just doesn't. It's it so doesn't. rough. This movie's rough, rough, rough. Yeah, and it's... I hate you for this. No. Also, the comedy in The Jerk is just much, much better executed than it is in this Steve movie. Martin's also uh, much better at acting than yeah. uh, Tom Arnold. And Car- Carl Reiner is much better at comedy directing than... Then, uh, who fucking directed this movie? Uh, fucking... Uh, I'm trying to think of... Ignorant director that led to murder John Landis. Oh, yeah. It was John Landis. Yeah, yeah fuck John Landis, too. And his son, Max Landis, is in the movie. In a brief uh, cameo oh. where he gets splashed I by mean, paint. Max Landis is a piece of shit. Yeah. Yeah, he is. Runs the family. Yep. So. It's just, it's just. This movie's just a nightmare. It's just like everywhere you go. It's just, hey, we're, we're stupid. Ha! Right. We're gonna, we're gonna, oh, there's somebody stealing our trash. Better chase down the trash truck. Oh, I'm at the, I'm at the dump. Oh, they're having a secret, they're having a secret meeting where they're selling illegal arms. Yeah. Cause I don't necessarily disagree, or I don't necessarily agree with your sentiment about like hating characters who are stupid that fail upwards. <laughs> well, maybe I, I don't. Buggy, and he's kind but, of a sim, he's that kind but of. But that's it. That's it. Like, I don't think I actually do hate this. I think this movie just made me think I hate these things. Um. Yeah, so, before we get into it, was there a single part of this movie that made you laugh once? Um, I like the idea behind a random song about being your own grandpa. I think it goes on too long, but, like... And then everyone in the audience is just like, yeah! I think, like... 
It it seems, I didn't think it made me laugh. It kind of made me smirk, though. Mm. Um, I also smirked it when he was being a bush. Yeah, that um, was the one scene where I was And like, he's oh, just yeah. suddenly like, I have arms! <laughs> yeah. I'm the first walking bush! And then immediately, like, it went too, like, it just went on a little too long. Like, oh. Yeah. But, yeah. like, yeah, so two smirks. It's still, like, I'm going to say it. Ghostmates is a better movie. Yeah. I might even, I might even go as far as saying that I liked uh, Last of the Living more. <laughs> but maybe not. I haven't seen that movie in a long time. I don't know if I can go that far. It's probably I didn't find this movie to... that offensive, but. It's offended my fucking anus. But it, uh, yeah, this movie's not good. Now, I guess let's add the caveat that this is it children's movie, I guess. But is it? I I mean, I, I like, assume I guess that's the target be, but like, I don't think kids for. would think this was funny. I mean, I watched I feel it like kids a, would think Tom Arnold's extremely scary to look at. I mean, I can tell you that I watched this movie once as a kid, and then years later I decided to put it into a bag with movies that I thought were really bad. Um, so yeah. clearly I didn't get much out of it as a kid outside of the the dog and the cat which uh, you know why is the dog they're both like why are they they're not stop motion are they stop motion or were they like uh, the quality on the version I was watching I'm pretty sure they were stop motion also I the aliens that was dumb yeah I didn't like the aliens it didn't culminate in anything he's like oh lit them on fire final like because it gets set up like very early on into the movie, or at least also, like, there wasn't a dog and a cat, right? It was just a dog that they kept calling their cat. No, there was a dog and a cat. Uh, there was a there was a dog that they kept calling the cat, and then there was a cat that they called the dog. Because at the uh-huh. end scene, the dog's over there, and he does like the courage, the cowardly dog thing, where he's like, <laughs> and they're like, "What? What are you doing, man? What are you doing, dog or cat?" And then the cat's meanwhile like overseeing all of this. While chilling on in the pool, you know, he's got uh, a floaty, he's got a little drink, some sunglasses. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna be honest. Last like half of this movie, I was like zoning out. I'm like, holy shit, it's still gone. This movie feels really long. Oh, because it's the same gag over and over and over. I thought of another part that I found mildly amusing. I thought, I I thought the whole joke that they were going for was overdone like it didn't need to go the sequence didn't need to go on very long but thinking that they had died and gone to heaven and that like and then the Lloyd. Lloyd the Lloyd God bless the Lloyd but like I I thought that joke was mildly amusing I was like okay cool like but then like then that whole sequence they're like in the fucking what do you call those things the elevator no, the dome uh, rooms with the planetarium. Planet, yeah, they're in the planetarium uh, for way too long, and then they get out and they do the Lloyd joke a couple more times, like callbacks to it, because there's yeah, like the part, the dumb part, he's like, "I'll fucking kill you." Yeah, and then there's a part at the end where they get saved by the Floyd's guy, and they're like, "He's like, I work for Floyd," and they're like, "No, it's pronounced Lloyd," and he's like, "No, it's Floyd," and they're like, "No." It's Lloyd. And it's like, oh my god, just fucking end the goddamn movie already. But basically, I, if to anyone out there who wants to know the basic synopsis of this movie, 
there is a nuclear family called the Stupids. Stanley Stupid. Yeah. And they... I guess Stanley wakes up one day, notices that the trash is no longer in his trash can. His wife left him out on the curb, and he's like, oh, no, our trash is stolen. Again. So he stakes out his trash can at night to see who steals it, follows the trash truck to the dump, where it just so happens that in this dump, there is some military personnel that are doing some shady shit, and Stanley has just stumbled into the middle of it. And then, yeah, basically, like, he just, he successfully stumbles onto a conspiracy, and he's able to, like, evade all these, like, top-tier military men and assassins just by sheer stupid, stupid luck. And, uh, yeah, it's the whole movie. And he's got his family in it on the hijinks. The little kid who plays Alfalfa in the 90s Little Rascal movie is in it. Uh, he is fantastic. Not really. Like, both the kids are fine. Better than Tom Arnold. Yeah, fair. Um, I, I, I was just watching this, and I was like, man, I, this kind of almost makes me want to watch Little Rascals. I haven't watched that movie in a long time. I haven't watched that movie since I was, like, seven. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, as a kid, I was a fan of, like, pretty much all the Little Rascals that I saw. I watched, like, a lot, a lot of the old ones and shit. I only saw that movie. Fair. I remember like, they did like fun. a sequel a couple years ago or like a new Little Rascals movie and I was like mm. <laughs> but uh fucking yeah so it's just yeah I don't know they they wind up turning out okay they stop the conspiracy they save the day and they get to go back to their suburban house at the end it's yeah, there's nothing fantastic about this movie. It's aimed at a child demographic, so I guess us critiquing it makes us a bunch of, like, sad I just fucking watched Kung Fu Panda yeah. and said it was incredible. And, yeah, because you're not supposed to criticize kids' movies. But Yes, you are. Kids deserve something better than this. I agree. I agree. Wait. You can but. criticize kids' movies all you fucking want. Yeah. And I will criticize John Landis till the day I fucking die. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah. I don't know. I really don't have much to say about this movie. It's garbage. It's bad. It's just really lowbrow, basic humor that wouldn't even make a little kid laugh. Yeah. It's a, like the best way to describe the, this movie's sense of humor is if you have, like, that really unfunny uncle who tries to make jokes all the time anyway. It's like that. The entire 90-minute runtime. Yeah. Alright. Do we give this movie a one? Yeah. You would? As well? Yeah. yeah. Now, before we get into uh, the next movie, I forgot I wanted to tell you something. I saw Philip. Oh, yeah. he. Was, I think he was telling me about that. Yeah. It might have been a week ago now. Um, I might have Meant, meant to mention it on last week's podcast. I can't remember. Um, but yeah, I like didn't recognize him. And he's like, do you recognize me? I'm like, not at all. I'm like, because he was wearing a mask and I haven't seen him in so long. Or I but. think, was Matt with him? No, I don't. Maybe? I, I want to say I talked to Matt and he said he had seen you, but he didn't bring up that he knew you because he... He might... Okay, maybe I didn't know him. Um, yeah. Maybe he just saw him. Because he's like, I saw him at the comic shop. Like, yeah, that's where he works. I worked there. 
Uh, and he's, I'm like, Philip listens to the podcast every week. He does. Yeah, he listens to it while he's at work. Leave some questions, Philip. Philip, come on whenever you want. Yeah, Philip, come on. Watch your favorite movie, Mel Brookman. Yeah, we'll we'll cover silent movie tights and some other Mel Brooks movies, like silent movie. I I remember. Haven't seen it. Haven't seen Robin Hood either. I I watched like half Robin Hood and tights, and it was fine. I felt like I was watching it, and I was like, "This is very close to the vibe of Princess Bride." Mm. But it it also doesn't help that it stars the same guy. So. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. So hi, hi, Philip. Just wanted to say hi to Philip real quick. Okay. Next movie. Nine Eleven. <laughs> Always remember. Um. Doesn't need to be about nine eleven. This doesn't need to be this about nine eleven. Easily could have been about the devil in an elevator. Yeah. I. By the way, if I hadn't put that into the <laughs> the bag, I was eventually going to pick nine eleven and devil as a double feature. I mean, I think I devil, haven't seen. I've saw the first half of devil. I think devil isn't a good movie, but I don't think it's quite it's, bad. It's not nine eleven. I. I like. I have a specific, like, idea of a standard for bag level. Well, yeah, that's why. I wasn't going to put it in the bag, but I thought it would be a oh, funny I double see. feature with 9-11, because oh. they both be yeah. stuck in an elevator. <laughs> uh, yeah, so um, five people, six people get stuck on an elevator during 9-11. Whoopi Goldberg laughs at them the whole movie, and then uh, everyone escapes except Charlie Sheen, who a random firefighter dies trying to save. Mm-hmm. And that's the movie. Um yeah, there's... That's there's, it. We're not talking about it. It's, it doesn't deserve... No. <laughs> We're leaving. Uh, yeah, this this movie has a lot. It has a lot going for it in the way that um, it has nothing going for it. I, I can't... I going to say it has a lot going for it. <laughs> it has a lot going for it in the, in the opposite direction of good. Um, it's a cheap script that tries to milk an American tragedy for some simple movie drama. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like there are random parts of the movie that just come out of fucking nowhere like it's just like okay everybody's like calm right now so what if we make the black guy really racist towards like brown people just very <laughs> just uh, out of nowhere and then dropping completely it happens for like five minutes they have a conversation and then they just don't bring it up the only like actual through line for the movie is that Charlie Sheen and his wife are getting a divorce, but they still love each other, and they're slowly getting better while in this elevator, and then he dies. Uh, they, The movie continuously forgets about its other, like, uh, female character in the elevator. Yeah. She's like, oh, she's taking pills. There's one oh. scene where she takes pills. There's another scene where she freaks out because the one guy says she's a 10. And then she's like, what does that mean? And he's like, fuck. And then... She helps him out when he's having his little anxiety attack. And then she's basically just in the background yeah. for the rest. Which oh, she has that one scene where she yells, Get down to the floor! Everyone lay down! Because earlier in the movie, Charlie Sheen tells this story when they first get trapped in the elevator. And someone's like, what if it falls? And he's like, well, I heard this story from the 1940s like, about this woman who fell 20 stories in an elevator and she survived by laying flat on the ground and she didn't break a single bone. And and they're like, that's that sounds like bullshit. And uh, yeah, we kind of see what would happen realistically if you were to lie down on the floor while an elevator falls. I don't know. 
Like I, I don't think it would look like it looked yeah, in the movie. I think <laughs> that you definitely have a higher chance of surviving than if you're standing. I guess. But. Yeah. <laughs> I like how that the, was a. Funny I like how scene though it falls, and then like they're trying to convey that like the gravity would be lifting them up, so, so they just oh, stand up. Yeah. It's like they would be like up in the position that they were like lying down, like they would probably be like cradled up. Real. That's what I would do. Yeah. I mean, but no, they're just like, it's just like, oh, and then it shows uh, the Whoa. Eve, I think her name is. Is it Eve? That's Charlie Sheen's wife? I don't, I didn't bother to learn any of their fucking names. I'm just going to call them by their archetypes. <laughs> uh, no, like, yeah, Charlie Eve. Sheen. Richman. Uh, Ch- Charlie Sheen's wife, because I don't know any other actor's name in this movie besides Charlie Sheen, Whoopi Goldberg, and I don't... Louis Guzman? Yeah, I, I could... I've never... The guy's really funny, because he's, like, he's in lots of he's good stuff. He's in lots of good stuff, and he's always, like, small, like, pretty good bit parts. Like, he's in a lot of Paul Thomas Anderson mm-hmm. movies, yeah. and it's just, like, I feel pretty similar to, the th- like, to, like... When I was talking about Michael Pena, I think last week. Yeah. It's like, he deserves to be in good things, and he just isn't. Yeah, I want... Like, I don't think he's a bad actor. Some... He's pretty bad in this, but every... he might be the best out of everyone in it. Like, Whoopi Probably, Goldberg's honestly. fucking a nightmare in this movie. Yes, every yeah. scene, it looks like she's about to start, like, laughing. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, why do you look like... Why? What are you doing? Charlie Sheen's, like hilariously bad in this movie, especially when he starts yelling later on. He's like, is he trying to do a Batman voice or something? He's like, get out of here! No, I think he's just... <coughs> he's just old and has done drugs too much of his life. Too hard. And clearly, this is like after the the fallout of Two and a Half Men, which... And him being a complete piece of shit. Oh, well, any of that, that perpetual thing going on through his whole career. But I, it finally caught up to him at a certain point. Well, probably too late. He had already made beyond millions. Yeah, I don't even know sitcom. why he was in this movie. Like, well, because he got kicked off the sitcom. Yeah, but probably. he doesn't. He can just go to home. He probably he I just mean, go home and do drugs all day. He might have lost all of his money. We don't know. Maybe it tends to be a common theme in a lot of those. Yeah, celebrity cases. Nick Cage lost all of his money. Yeah, he but he's fine do. now. Yeah, he was just like, I'm going to buy an octopus skull. <laughs> I'm going to buy a, I'm gonna buy a castle. <laughs> like, Nick Cage is at least funny that he was so reckless with his money. Yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, why couldn't we watch the Nick Cage 9-11 movie instead? It was... That one has Nick Cage and Michael Pena, and they're just stuck under the rubble, like, the entire movie, and they're just talking, which I think is actually a pretty interesting idea. Like, even the idea for this movie, I'm like, hey, being stuck in an elevator is really cool. You can have some really cool character moments, and that's just, like, nothing. That's All the dialogue in this movie is fucking awful. Yeah, no, there's Um, a scene where the one guy turns out to be extremely racist and homophobic. And then there's another part where he then starts leaning into the whole, like, classism thing. And they're like, oh, my God, you can't just just because we have more money than you doesn't mean you can assume that we haven't been through. hell." And the, yeah, the movie really and leans into like a sympathetic tone towards Charlie Sheen's character, who's a billionaire. And I'm like, shut the fuck up. 
Yeah, it's like, yeah. Especially because he literally says to Louis Guzman's character, or Guzman's character, it's like, hey, if you want to, if we get out of here and you want to keep gambling and throwing your life's money away, I got your back. He, like, says that. I'm like, what? Like, you're going to bankroll his crippling addiction? Is that what you're saying? I mean, he implied that he was going to toss in some wins in there, to, but we all know how wins work. Yeah, and I'm just like, but that, why wouldn't you just give him money and help him get to rehab for this or something? This doesn't make any sense. You're like, no, I'm going to keep you addicted to gambling. Yep. Um, but yeah, so I'm trying to, trying to think of, like, relevant things to talk about. Obviously, Charlie Sheen. 9-11 truther. Uh, <laughs> Which, like, you know, whatever. Believe what you want. Like, uh, that's not a big... That's probably, like, the uh, least uh, edgy the conspiracy, of conspiracy theory, theory. Uh, like, yeah. of the big ones, I guess. Like, I'm like, whatever. Um, but it's just so funny that he's in this movie. Yeah. No <laughs> so kidding. Like, what the fuck, dude? Yeah. It's just like... Like... I just watch this drive. That's all I think about when I think about 9-11. That video of George Bush golfing. But, uh... Yeah, I don't know. Like, this movie's bad. I just don't... Yeah. I don't know what else to say. Like, it's a stock script. It, the effects, like, there's very few effects in it, but the ones that are there are fucking awesome awful like the weird cg cables on the elevator and uh when eve walks outside and it's all like foggy from all the dust and stuff it's like so obviously just overlaid over the screen yeah uh like it's just bad from a production standpoint it looks like a lifetime made for tv movie um and yeah i guess let's uh, talk about the ending i guess where his wife... His made, wife gets out through, like, the janitor's closet, and then they all fall down. And then she helps. She's like, oh, they're still alive! And then a firefighter helps them all out. But then yeah. Charlie Sheen, the elevator goes down even more. It, the movie... So, like, this firefighter, he sticks around. You know, he realizes the building's, like, about to fall. But he's like, I've gotten people out of worse. Yeah, that was probably the best part of the movie was when he said that line because it was the only part of the movie where I was like I genuinely got like at least a spark of something and I was like oh well, like that guy's incredible at acting <laughs> I just I was like yeah like that I that feels like a decent like you could tell he felt like yeah. this is a fuck situation it sounds like a firefighter thing yeah. to say <laughs> and I like that this movie at the end was like dedicated to the firefighters and like the victims and it's like I was it? No. It's like, okay, I would have liked more if you would actually then focused on some of the first responders. Yes. Like World Trade Center, about firefighters and stuff. Yeah, because, I, I mean, I, I, I think that... Nick the, Cage might be a cop in it, I can't remember. Like, obviously, like, the first responders in that situation were like... Yeah. Good. <laughs> like, hey, there's people in an like, elevator. Whoopi Goldberg. A lot of people fucking went in, risked their lives. A lot of them didn't come out. And it's shitty because even to today, they're suffering, you know, fucking health repercussions that Mm -hmm. just last year, our fucking Senate wouldn't approve fucking funds for them. And it's just like, 
If not for them, then who? Yeah, it's like never forget. And it's like don't it never forget is just like, hey, never forget to be extremely racist to <laughs> to people. Yeah. But we're gonna forget about, you know, the people that were actually I there. Th- I almost thought the film was gonna get into that when they made the one character racist against like the But no, these just cab drivers. But yeah. the, no, they never dive into they, that sort of They drop it. Yeah, and the classism angle, they drop it. They drop everything that could be meaningful or interesting, uh like just straight on. <laughs> I like how before they the second plane hit, they every time they brought up like a plane hit the building, they refer to it as a little plane, a little plane mm-hmm. hit the building. And it's like I feel like people wouldn't have put it like that. Yeah. They would have said a plane hit the building, and most people would have just assumed at that point that it was like a private little plane. Yeah, like because yeah. if it was a giant plane, I don't think the building would be there. like, or at least I don't think they'd be alive in that elevator. Most yeah, most people wouldn't assume that. Which, um, yeah, I, I don't. Because obviously, I, these people are fictional in the movie, but yeah. uh, I don't know. Like, there are actually people trapped in the elevator in the. I'm sure the there trip. were. Yeah. Like, I'm sure there were a decent amount of people. I'm sure that's a lot of people did die in the elevators, but it was just. Here's a scene before the whole elevator thing even began. Where, like, he's getting in the elevator with his wife, and there's, like, this lady that's like, are you guys, like, does she say going up or going down? I think she, she said, said going, going down. going down, he said eventually, because they had accidentally gotten on LA that it was going up first. Ah, uh, and she, like, just kind of, like, steps back, and I I was thinking two and a half minutes, I was ha- totally expecting Charlie Sheen to just, like, put his hand out and stop the elevator and, like, follow her out. But <laughs> it didn't happen. I almost I when you said this, I thought you meant I thought she oh, was gonna slap her in the oh, face. No. Yo. I meant the elevator door. I guess I should have specified <laughs> I fucking immediately. So a woman walked on screen and fucking and Charlie Sheen knew what to do. Um, <laughs> Charlie Sheen's the worst. We got a lot. We watched a lot of movies by with like the worst people today. We did. We did. Uh fucking. But I almost wonder if that was like intentional because I feel like most people who watch. At least this, we're probably watching it because they're like, oh, Charlie Sheen. I love and, Two and a Half Men. Yeah, exactly. So I wonder if people like saw that and were, that was meant to like play on the expectations of his character in real life and from Two and a Half Men. But then it's like, no, this is dramatic movie. He stay on elevator with his wife he's trying to get back. I don't know. <laughs> this movie's bad. I, I just... Yeah, I feel like I've already summed up all my Me points too. about it. Looks bad. It looks bad. It sounds poorly bad. Written. It's poorly written. Charlie Sheen's in it. Charlie Sheen's in it. <laughs> so is Whoopi Goldberg. Yeah. Do you not like Whoopi Goldberg? I'm not the biggest Whoopi Goldberg. She's in Sister fan. Act. She is That's a good act. movie. I think, I think she's a fine actor. A lot of my whoop, Whoopi distaste comes from The View. That's fair. I haven't seen it, but that's right. I, I had, to be fair, I haven't sat down and watched episodes of it. I just... I sh- that should be in the bags. Just a full <laughs> season of you. <laughs> All right. Ah! Uh, yeah, I think you're going to give this one a one. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to give it a one. <laughs> yeah. 
All ones. All ones. Yeah, this was a this was a, this was worse than the first bag episode. I think. Yeah. What did we watch for the first? It was Dracula three thousand epic movie. Yeah, and I mean, I think epic movie might be worse than both of these, but Dracula three thousand, like, I didn't like like, but I, you remember what I said? Like, it's, yeah, it was there, it was more enjoyable than any. There's of those. a certain level of entertainment value with that movie that does not exist for the movies we watched today. I don't care how big those aliens' noses were. <laughs> but hopefully, hopefully you like this next week. Because it is time for another director deep dive. We are going to be covering a Japanese director. Uh, his name is Hirokazu Koreeda. Uh, he is most notable for... Is probably his last movie right now, uh, Shoplifters. Mm. Uh, that came out 2018. But we're going to be watching Nobody Knows, Still Walking, Like Father, Like Son, Our Little Sister, and Shoplifters. Okay. So those five. Well, yeah. I look forward to it because I've been meaning to watch Shoplifters for like four years now. Since before it came out. Oh, I thought it came out in like 2016. 2018. <laughs> Three years now. <laughs> okay, yeah, so hopefully that'll be uh, better. And then, yeah. Yeah, today was rough. Yeah, but... But we endure. Yeah, this is what we get for wanting a bag episode <laughs> for so long. And thank the Family Guy is still on there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I tried to watch a Family Guy episode the other day. Sometimes <laughs> when the boys are over and we can't decide what we do, I'll just put on like 10 minutes of a Family Guy episode and be like, holy shit. <laughs> I always put on the newest episode, too. I'm just like, oh, my God. Yeah. No, I, I capped out many seasons ago with that series and I don't even know why I stuck around as long as I did. Uh, but, yeah. It's, uh, one day we'll get it. One day. One day, <laughs> one day soon. Alright, goodbye everyone. We'll see you next time on Scroll in the Runs.